0: Change. It's like my dreams I reach This pain and all this grief If you see God, who you have to speak? Tell
1: him it's crazy in these streets Feel my pain if you're so... Yo, I'm Pastor Phil. Welcome to Church on the Block. Real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets with my great co-host Pastor Jay and Ruck Boy on Holy Culture Radio, Sirius XM, channel 154. Tell him it's crazy What's going on, everybody? This is Pastor Phil, and you are here on the right channel, Holy Culture Radio, channel 154, Sirius XM, every Sunday, 9 a.m. Central Time, 10 a.m. on that East Coast, whatever it is in California, whatever it is. But check us out. Check us out. We are back on the show, and we're doing this whole series, as you uh, um, uh, may, may suspect. We're doing this whole series after we've talked about the art of rap on youth or young faith or not. Like all these young people, man, are are pushing the envelope around faith or no faith. You see crazy things happening, and you wonder, like, the gap between when when there was a, 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 at least a, a curiosity or even a even a, a sensitivity around faith and about God. There's there's a reverence. I mean, I can go into a school, North a College Prep, and pray, and people ain't going to bug out. But will people walk this joint out? Will people really live this joint out, right? And um, we, we're here today talking to a great young leader from North London, from the neighborhood, um, on staff at the firehouse, uh, great navigator, mentor, young brother right here. You know him. You saw him on PBS. You saw him on NBC. You saw him on the What's Going Down episode of That's My Mama. That's right. Ryan Brown. What's up, Ryan?
2: Yo, yo, Pastor Fields, man. That was an amazing intro for sure. What's going on,
1: man? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, man? Tell the people a little bit about, yourself, man, a little bit about, you know, what you do, what you're on, everything else like that,
2: man. Okay. My name is Ryan Brown, formerly known, also known as Ryan Mitchell, aka Rhino to the other Londalians. And I've lived in the North Londale area 20 years, going on 21 years in May. Man, my experience in North Londale has been, it's been everything from every, from every angle. I've got every different walk of life. I got the education here, I got my faith, mm. my faith home, and my faith, um, my church is also here in North Londale as well. I uh, work here in North Londale, hands on with the people and in, and in the community that helped raise me up. Um, what else? And this this is this is home. I consider yeah. myself North Londale and I represent that, and I try to make sure my peers and the people that I come in contact with every day, they represent that over at the firehouse, we, yeah. we kick it like that, like a family, and we try to make our community feel as such as well. So right. that's just a little bit so, about
1: me. Yeah, that's what's up. We're gonna go into some more. So so how old are you, Ryan? I'm
2: 20 years old.
1: Okay, so tell us tell us about your faith journey and and and, and li- leading up to like you know how you came to faith, what 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 took place with that, as much as you you know, comfortable with sharing, and then like how you're living now today in that.
2: My faith was instilled in me um, from my grandparents, my grandmother, and my mom made sure that I stayed in church every Sunday. Mm. Um, and faithfully, from after school program, which was faith-based, um, we had month, Sunday through Saturday was something to do around the church and involved in the <laughs> church. <laughs> yeah, man, I, right. I used to stay at after school on Wednesdays all the way from when I get out of school at 2.45 and I'll stay at 8.45. I would literally get dropped <laughs> off by my church family. Wow. God was, he's very pivotal in my life to this day. And he's also, he's always been that way Uh, with, with some challenges coming in from different angles and things like that growing up and coming into my own, having to understand my relationship with Christ. Um, He's the head of my life and I try to keep him as the head of my life, but certain things can happen that sway my faith. But right now, today, I know that he's the head of my life and, I, I, I refuse to look back and think that oh it's it's a it's a natural force or a higher being i know that jesus christ is my lord and savior
1: yeah 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 praise god and it's evident man in what you do how you roll who you are now um so you said like it just kind of grew up in the faith yeah right like from after school you write to the church at the garden program and and in in it after that the, the all the way all the way through with with, with, with everything and and um, in the midst of that, what were some of the challenges you, you feel you faced, you know, as a young person, um, you know, learning about God, coming into faith in God? What what were, what were some of the challenges you, you, you faced? Help, helping people understand who may not know, look, you're a young man. How do you feel you got any kind of challenge? You 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 got you in the house. You got to take care. Help people understand maybe, um, maybe some challenges you had.
2: That's a phenomenal question there. And I think a lot of my peers— May struggle like I struggled early on understanding their own personal relationship with Christ and actually who He was, and not just uh, what what can He do for me right now, right now today, or my situation looks like this. Let me lean on this mythological figure who people tell me to pray to, and people right, people can right, get caught right. up in that. And I I tried I tried not to get caught up in that early on, but the ways of the world, me leaning into the world and being of the world can cause cause your faith to sway but Mm. i had to see god for myself and he had to reveal himself to me countless times countless times countless times Mm. and one of the most recent times was a situation that i was in and i know that only through faith prayer and just typically believing in god that only he could bring me out of the situation that i was facing wow man no matter amount of praying or um running from things only god did Literally,
1: the only God. Wow. Shout out to DJ Kyler. <laughs> <laughs> so in the in, so in the midst of, of growing in faith, you, you had to kind of come into your own. Is that what you're saying? A little bit? Yes, sir. from, from something you went through that kind of you recognize only God could have done this. Yeah. Yeah, that's deep, man. That's deep. I think that um like there is there is a moment in time, I think, that everybody, even folks who grew up in the church, sometimes people who grew up in the church can't necessarily pinpoint a time when they said, you know what, I'm going to trust in Christ, because they've grown up grown up in it. But there are different times, like awarenesses of that commitment and it being challenged or being stretched. and. That's a moment to own it, or that's a moment where it ain't really real. You know what I'm saying? It's just kind of like because you're going through the motions of it all, right? So the the thing is, is that um, when when that happened to you, and the, and, and and the and, and the, uh, the challenge that, that you faced, that you knew only God, uh, only God could show up right then. Do you think that there was a time where you were like, like? not, all the way, not all the way close to God in the midst of all that to to, to know that man only God can, or were you still close to God and just going through this thing?
2: I, I had lost before the situation that I was put in which was me being incarcerated and having to take a step back and actually sit down and, and have some time with, with just me and God. Before that I was my faith was my faith was tried. My faith had been tried and mm. tested and um, it had grew weak it had grew very weak Um, But that wasn't because of God not being God. It was because me not leaning on him like I used to. Mm. And he constantly showed his face, but me running away, me running away from his love and his face Mm. and not seeking him out anymore. I began to, my my vision and my faith in him became blurred.
1: Mm. Yeah. So Wow. Wow. And what was what was what was like like this, okay so if faith is blurry. What is it that um, is more not a, I I don't say appealing, but what is more like got your attention? I guess what's got your attention more than um, being being grounded in in in, in faith.
2: Um, like I like I said before, I, I will I will say that that will be being of the world and being of like the people of the world and growing up in um, in this area and having social media in my presence and in my face what what looked like what what was actually love and um family at my church and in my community it looked different from what the world said it was and mm. I was going out trying to seek that validation and seek validation from those people who were of the world and trying to lean on that and, and get the family feel from that but Christ wasn't in there he wouldn't bless that mm. it it was messed It was absolute mess.
1: Yeah. Do you you think there was a time like even even you had great insight what you just what you're talking about? Do you think there was a time where you were like um, this thing right here that 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 I'm tapping into? um, It is I don't know. It's it's fulfilling me in some kind of way. I mean, was was there some way where where um, and maybe was maybe it was real, maybe it wasn't, but but like you know. And right now, if somebody said I got some banana pudding downstairs. I'm maybe, like, yo, pause this show. I'm gonna get some banana pudding. <laughs> <For Right>? so. <laughs> but like, so sometime in life, maybe I'm just asking: Was there something that got in competition between you and God that you said, "Man, I, even though you know it was blurry, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go after this, this whatever it is that 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 um, like you talk about st- stuff in the world or whatever the case is, and like, what is the what is the reason behind that? You think, like in your own, life? we all. Got, I mean, I got mine. You know, mine was I was trying to be somebody, trying to show out, right? And I was trying to, you know, get a name for myself in one of the cases and be, be all of this until that came crashing down and recognizing I needed to trust in God, not in my own ability or not in my own, like trying to be somebody somebodyness. I was already somebody uh, before I was anybody in Christ. You know what I mean? So, just what do you think? What, 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 just understanding that pull for you. What was that pull for you?
2: I would say that that pool for me was validation from the from my peers, um, okay. seeking the validation from them, and, which was as, absolutely a mistake. That was my ignorance and thinking that that wow. would fulfill me. And like you said, that wasn't fulfilling at all. My satisfaction was never yeah. gained from that. I was constantly seeking maybe the next laugh or what else can I do that will keep, mm. keep me feeling like, oh, this is where I'm supposed to be or this feels like home. And, and absolutely running in the streets and countless countless times of doing it again, I never felt I never felt completed or fulfilled like I did when I fully really entrusted in Christ and let Him be the head of my life. Never did, mm. I, never did I receive that.
1: Wow, that's deep, man. That's deep because in the that, so it almost had to be something that you was repressing, like stuffing down. Like, did you ever feel like when you was out and about that it was like, like I don't know. Do you feel like it was like? I'm pushing something down. I know I shouldn't be here, or, or, or you know, I don't know. Just what was this? Was it something like that? I don't know.
2: That's you hit it right on the head. It definitely was times where I, I, I knew right from wrong, and I had my um, faith was faith, like my relationship yeah. with faith with Christ was. That's my foundation. So I was fully pulling away and pulling against that. So that was just right. me repressing. The um the values and the things that was instilled in me through Christ and through um, my religious beliefs.
1: Wow, well, I think I mean you're not the only person. I'm not saying this and talking with you as if nobody's ever felt this way or lived in this context. Kind of but I just unpacking it in light of uh, talking about young faith or not. And as we get ready to uh, uh, talk about the next part, uh, I just want to hint to a little bit of it, like, like. What would you say would be one of the number one challenges of your generation, like right now, about faith and about God, about Christ, accepting and walking in that?
2: So I will say that the first thing, the the number one priority with my um, with my peers and in my generation, is to know who God is for yourself. You hmm. you have to you have to know, and you will have to want to know who He is for yourself, not. Who you've been told to not? Um, what you think he is? Not what you think he can do for you? Who is this? Who who is this? Who am I following? Who am I trying to be like? Who do I want to model and walk like so that mm. I can I can become or understand who I am? Because to first know who you are, you have to know who we is.
1: Hmm. So so you saying about this generation? It is about not knowing who they are.
2: No, not knowing
1: who or not not knowing who God is. Not knowing who God is. So w- what is the what is the uh what is the thing that gets in the way, you think? I mean we 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 all know a sin in some ways, right. shape, form, or fashion, right? But in the context of like like is it because of of whatever they experienced in the church? I mean, just what, from your own peers and conversations and, and and talk, like what are they saying? Like, nah man, what what are they saying?
2: A lot of my peers are preaching church hurt. A lot of them are preaching church hurt. Really? Yeah, from a lot of different angles. From maybe um, feeling like they're being castrated from the church and being like maybe shunned from the church. A lot of them feel like the church isn't um, as inviting and welcoming to the younger generation because there is, in a lot of um, churches, a a huge age gap. The leaders are Mm. maybe. Sixty, some seventy, some <laughs> even eighty, and right. you got young teens coming into, well, young young adults coming into the world and coming to their own walk with Christ. Who are we have a lot of questions and a lot of yeah. a lot of um, a lot of morals. I mean, a lot of things that we're being told. Maybe we feel like they feel like they've been shot down, or man, maybe my voices are being heard, and so they leave and they run and they run and run and don't want to experience that same that same hurting. That would be the number
1: one thing I yeah. would say I've been. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. I mean, some of the challenges that young people face in this context is not new. Like, I've been in youth ministry 34 years, and there is a perpetual statement, like what you're saying, about um the gap, but the gap, understanding, lack of understanding. I'm coming in with my Tim's and jeans and you judging me, I'm coming in the door, right? And I may, be, I may may know more about the Bible than you do, but the reality is, is that you don't even want to hear that because of how you think I look, you know, coming in the door. You know what I'm saying? Um, yo, this is Church on the Block. Real talk about hip-hop, the church on the streets. We're going to come back and we're going to talk through that a little bit more um, centered around, um, you know, this, this uh, generation and what what other specific things are they challenged by not to live by faith? Church on the Block. Yo, you're listening to Church on the Block. We'll talk about hip hop, the church, and the streets. Do not, you hear me? Do not touch that dial. Do not touch that knob. Don't unplug the Bluetooth. Stay right here with
0: us. Church on the Block. We'll talk about hip hop, the church, and the streets. God, you have
1: tell them it's crazy. Yo, we are back, man. Church on the block with my great friend, great leader, Ryan Brown. 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 Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> Yo, man, Brian is the bomb, man. Great thinker, critical thinker, funny, hilarious. Uh, can hoop a little bit, hoop a little I ain't done that one-on-one test
2: evaluation
1: yet. Um, but no, man, you know, I was uh, at a church one time, man. And I was uh, asked to preach a youth revival. And so I, I said, yeah, I'm going to come. It was a Sunday morning and there was a Monday, Tuesday. Um, I was pretty, it was in Milwaukee. And so I came there, I told the pastor, "You pastor, I'm going to come there on Sunday morning as a bum. I got this bum suit from like a thrift shop, ripped it up a little bit, had a, uh, a, a, a Miller life highlight hat, hat on. I'm in front of the church. I had had this mad dog 2020 bottle. I poured it on the suit. I twisted it up. Um, so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm right there at the church and, and I'm like, yo, Kan Ba Dollar. People coming in, uh got Kan a Dollar. A lady walked by, Praise the Lord, I'm praying for you. I was like, Oh yeah. And then the dude, and the usher came out and got me. And the usher was like, Uh, can I help you? I said, Man, I need God, man. Jesus, man. I wanna go to church. Jesus, God. And he said, All right, and he brought me in, took me to the bathroom, said we gotta wash off. Yo, had to wash off. Yo got a shower or something? So I go in the, I go in the bathroom and the youth pastor must have saw him. And, uh, he came in there too and was like, Oh yeah, we're going to have him sit in the balcony. That's what the, you know, the scripture is talking about. The choice seats for people who you want to be in the front row, but you leave everybody else in these other seats. It's, it's a powerful story in the text. I was about to change my whole sermon and, and the youth pastor then put my lapel mic in my little, uh, uh, Miller High Life hat, put it right in there. Right. And so I sat in the, I sat on the first row, not on, on the first level. And it was like, it was like, uh, uh, the pastor was talking about, you know, this is our year of evangelism. You know, we got 11 people with not led the Lord and blah 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 blah. And then, um, they in every time the church they st- they stood they stood up to sing. I sat down. When they when they sat down, I stood up. I was just all opposite. I was just all opposite, man. And so <laughs> pulling away from um, the
2: grain, huh?
1: Right, right. And they would not know what to do. Didn't nobody talked to me. Didn't nobody saying nothing to me. Um, and then when the pastor introduced me, I'm sitting in the congregation. I'm sitting with the congregation. And then he says. He says, and you know, Pastor Jack, and I got up with i panel like, I said, What in the hell is going on? I said, Here are you as Christians in your year of evangelism, and y'all can't even talk to me. I'm sitting right here in your church. I said, There's a scripture to talk about God separating the sheep from the from the uh, uh, uh cattle, like share the sheep from the wolves. I mean share like like like, what is going on? And I, I just went into this whole thing of, of when, when, when in, in Matthew 25, it uh, talks about when you gave me water, uh, when I asked for water, you gave me something to drink. When I was in jail, you came to see me. Um, I just went through that whole passage. But I use that as a context because uh, the, the church, they never invited me back. But I use that as a context that uh, that sometimes that's the gap where young people are as well. They feel unseen. You know, they come to church. They feel away. They they already feel away, right? Who who knows why and how they got there? What happened when they got up there? But in the context of of how, um, um, you know, to, to bridge that gap, man, there was in that particular church, nobody was willing to do it. Nobody was willing to do that. No, the, the hard work of hey, man, what's your name, bro? Man, my name is and So, me, you want to come to church? You need something to eat? Come on in with me. Like nobody did that. Like I'm another human. I can see if I had like two heads. And one of them was spinning, or something like that. Like, yo, this is an alien. Call nine one one. But I'm another human being like you are, right? But it seems to be some kind of disconnect where that happened. Do you think that is is what I'm just, you know, using that as a story, as an example that some young people may feel when they are at church, or about God, or anything like that? I
2: definitely feel like that's how a lot of people feel at church, and I've seen that firsthand coming from my church. home.
1: Mm.
2: all. All welcome in the house of the Lord is is a phrase <laughs> that I don't feel like everyone lives by. All aren't welcome. Wow! And the day and age that we live in now, um, it's a lot of hoopla around who is allowed to come into the church. But it's my father's house. Mm-hmm. Everyone should feel welcome. Your church, your yeah. church closed doesn't matter. Say so come as you are. Um, right. I see it. I see. I see it a lot. See a lot of the people who yeah. we're allowed to stand up and sing. Some, certain people aren't allowed to do certain things in the church. Certain people aren't even allowed to, um, yeah, just do certain things in the church, just mm-hmm. period. So I notice how right. a lot of my peers feel because being younger, we don't, it's a selective job that um, are even open to us anyway. So to mm-hmm. not be included after we just have a select thing that we're allowed to do. It would truly run someone away. is is
1: it's just crazy. Right. Right, right, right. Now, help uh, the listeners understand like a day in the life of a young person from the west side of Chicago, like help help them understand like maybe the struggles, the the challenges they face. Like, I mean, not not trying to be stereotypical, but like if there's a gap, right? If there's a generational gap in the in, in the Lord in the streets or the church and young people. What uh? What is it that we can do about helping people understand? You know what it is that young people are facing and going through that may you know scrunch that that gap down a little bit more. Like I think, like for example, one era go by, right? You better wear a dress to church, or you you better you may not talk back to people on the, uh, adults on the sidewalk, right? You you know go go super nostalgic. You could be an alcoholic, yes sir, no sir, you know you know. You give me a dime, kid. No, sir. Like it'd still be like respectful, right? This generation be like, "Hey, man, you better give me a dime." And may Jack the may Jack the person asking for chance. Let me give me that
0: whole cup. I'm gone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. So so there's a there's always uh, ebbs and flows of some generations, right? Some some remnants of of, of certain uh, elements of one generation may be in, a, in 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 that one generation, whether it's respect issues, whether it's uh. Um, value of marriage, or maybe various things like that that co- folks may carry with them. Um, but uh, there's there's always a different shift. There's always a different uh move, and and that's what a, that's what a guy I don't understand these kids these days. The pants are sagging, a that in that hibbetty
0: hop, or a boo boop,
1: or whatever, right? But like, what would you say to help people understand? I, I say in a day in the life, like help them if they was going to get into the mind of uh, say a sixteen year old, and, and and as you were sixteen, as you were. Understanding faith and coming to faith or 20 year old, you know, being able to say, Oh man, I never, I never thought about it that way with young people. What, what would, what would you help? How would you break somebody? Break it down for somebody. Right, let me break it down to you. So
2: I'm 20 years old. Mm-hmm. So I'm not too far removed from high school. Right. So I want to take it right. back to a day in the life of high school where we all know as adults and, and younger adults may not know those who are coming into high school. High school will be trying years of your life. You will have trials and tribulations right. throughout your entire life. But that would become one of the first instances where you will get maybe a shock of maybe some people have um, identity crisis. Um, some people uh-huh. come to schools where um, this is the first time seeing different ethnicities and things like that. That was, yeah. Those were my problems. So a dan- a mm. day in the life for a person like me, back, back in high school, let's just say 16-year-old Ryan, I wake up. Um, I'm a student athlete, period. Mm. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to school. I'm going to school, wake yeah. up, get ready for school. But the first thing that I do was check my phone. I want to see what's new. What's the latest thing that's popping in the world? What's, what's
1: nah, going on? It's not on your way to on your way to school.
2: On my way to school in the morning. In the morning. This is the first thing that I do. <laughs> I don't even brush my teeth yet. I'm, I say my prayers and before my feet hit the floor. But once that's done, I grab my phone. It's time to get started for the day. Um. Mm. After that, after that is done, after I finish checking what's popping on Instagram and, and on my news feed, then I start to get ready.
1: Now, let, 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 let's stop, stop right there. That's brilliant insight. Okay, help people understand why you think that's important for you and your generation. And you're not the only one. I mean, just help people understand why. Like some people like, wait a minute. Why you check your phone now? Granted, older people are doing the same thing. And it ain't like you ostracized of it all. But like, as a young person, why do you think that's important to help people understand? that that's the first thing cats will do.
2: I want to know what's popping. I want to know what's the hottest thing right now on the street. I want to know how should I look stepping out? What, what will make the girl okay. say, Ooh, or who's that young man yeah. across the street? So I, right. I want to be up with the new. What's the latest? Trend? Okay. What's okay. Latest
1: okay. okay. But you just went to sleep like eight hours yeah. ago. So- <laughs> <laughs> that's what crazy. That's what's crazy. But that's, but but stuff changed like that, don't don't get me wrong. But other people that's what I'm saying, that one generation would like, Boy, you just went to sleep. Ain't nothing changed like well, you live in Dubai, For you're sure. in a whole other country. I mean, you know what I'm saying? But mugs is on social media all throughout the time. And so 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 you wake up, man, if something's trending, now you now you in the know. Now you know when you go into work, you go into school, man, I saw the so and so on uh um, Chicago Takeout. Yeah. Media takeout, Chicago media takeout. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. That's right. I want to. <laughs> we want to see what's popping on
2: the latest, the um newest platforms. What what Jordan's <laughs> What did LeBron do last night?
1: <laughs> right. So after that, then what?
2: So after I check my phone and get my day started, um, now it's time to commute to school. Now, maybe if I have practice this morning, we're just going to practice. But let's just say there's no practice today. I'm going to school. On the ride, on the bus ride. It may it may look like a lot of us um crowded up, but it's people <laughs> from different different areas and things like that that are all going to school. But we have uh, okay. some may have their hoods on because they don't I guess that's a form of like isolating themselves from everybody else. Okay. We might see different people okay. conversate, but that's us trying to stay engaged or really filling one another out. It's not yeah. any gang activity that's going on. It's not any um, rambunctious activities that's going on. These are teams <laughs> moving right. with the purpose. It just look different right. when you driving in your car going to your job. It just looked different from you putting right. your suit on when you step into your suit and me putting my jogging pants on because I'm trying to be comfortable and swaggy for the damn while I do the job. Right. <laughs> so yeah. That's the bus ride.
1: Yeah. <laughs> once
2: I get to school. It may be a lot of, um, it may be a lot of screaming and things like that. That's how that's how high school looks in in the morning. You hit, you right. see your friends and, um, start your clicks and things like that. But it's nothing crazy. Right. It was nothing crazy. Let me just speak from my personal experience. It was nothing crazy. It was never me moving with malicious intent and things like that. I was just trying to be accepted yeah. by my peers. And little did I know, everyone was trying to be accepted by everyone.
1: Mm. That's true. That's true. So so in the midst of that, um, and because of all those particular moves, you think that um, young people are trying to find their identity some kind of way in the midst of all that kind of navigation?
2: Yeah. In between everything that we do from waking up in the morning to the bus ride, when you're talking to the different people you're trying to see, what do I fit in? Do I fit in with this crowd? Do I fit in with this crowd? Mm. And even when you get to school, okay, when I sit here at this lunch table, no, I ain't feeling the badge here. So boom. They me. <laughs> they, we digging it over here with the athletes. We got it going on. Let me stay. Everything is an identity crisis for us. Wow. Everything is literally wow. let me find out who I am. Let me just see where I can fit in. And not knowing that we where everybody is different. I'm
1: trying to do the same thing. So if, if everybody is like putty trying to fit in, then what you may think you fitting in may not even be solid because that person trying to fit in too. For
2: sure,
1: you know, sure. and you know, and again, y'all, this is not. We're not. We're not saying this is new rocket science. I'm not saying in somebody's generation who graduated in the '60s or the '70s or whatever the '80s um, that that same that wasn't the case. However, it looks different, right? Um, there may be cats on that bus stop who. Um, getting on the bus and then maybe some, you know, uh, you know, adults on the bus and they may not necessarily have as much respect. They ain't trying to be maybe disrespectful, but they ain't trying to like go out their way, you know, and, in, 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 in a, in a way that is, uh, um, cause you're an adult. I'm just going, you know, just let you say or, or, or engage in any other kind of way with me on the bus. Right. I mean, would you say that? Yeah. Right?
2: I, I agree with that. Um, I know coming out of middle school, I was told by a lot of adults, man I, man, I don't get these young kids. I don't, I don't get them. I don't understand them. They don't have any respect. <laughs> yes, that may be true for some, but it was not a lot. It was not a lot of people in our lives, especially coming from my neighborhood that tried to get to understand us. that wanted to talk to us. They gave us a fair shot. They felt like all uh, just crazy kids acting all rambunctious and, and crazy again. They never understood <laughs> what came to understand. Like, man, we've been bottled up in this classroom for. Eight and a half hours, you have to read, go into class. Man, we just want to we, we run around so we can jump and touch the light pole because the girls, right? It, it was never a sense of let's get to understand or let's get to know why.
1: Right, right. Yeah, I think what happens is, man, people get to a point, here's my comfort level. My comfort level is y'all being quiet on the bus. Sure. My comfort level is sit your butt down. My comfort, you know, and when my comfort level is disregarded, Though that other person ain't trying to do nothing to you, though that other person, young person, is just trying to laugh and trying to live their life, trying to find a self, like you say, identity, and here comes this innocent aspect of it uh, in the context of I, I ain't really own nothing to this other perspective. I'm uncomfortable with how you function. You're trying to jump and touch the light pole and try to thing, and right before you get on the bus, and uh, I'm uncomfortable, and that judgment can come across in such a way where you know. It clashes in, 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 to the degree that it can create some rebelliousness. Where one generation may be able... Like, I remember right now, if I told you the guy's name, you would crack up. I'm going to tell you when I see okay. you, though. <laughs> we were in Atlanta with this with this crew of guys, man. We in Atlanta. I'm going to tell you the guy. <laughs> we in Atlanta. We in there. And, and this brother had his pants sagging. He would say, I'm talking about butt out, red draws. He was just riding the scooter. We got these scooters. He's he doing the school. when wasn't trying to get back up on the school in like a red light. Some cab driver dude rolls up, put your pants up. Put your pants up. Put your
0: pants up.
1: <laughs> he, he was like, man, get away from me. Man, what's wrong? He was snapping back. I was dying. I was dying. Yo, this is Church on the Block. We're talking about hip-hop, the church. History. We're going to come back and talk some more with Ryan Brown about Young faith or not. (laughs) That's what it is. We'll be right back with Church on the Block. Real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets. Holy Culture Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 154. Come back with
0: us.
1: Holy Culture Radio is operated by the CoreLink Solution, a 501c ministry dedicated to empowering people to reach their potential. If you feel led to contribute
0: to this mission, Visit www.holyculture.net slash donations. Church on the block, church
1: on the block, block, block. We gonna get, we gotta get some, we gotta get some uh, better voice over. Uh, yeah, yeah, work, work on that, work on that. Um, yeah, we talking about uh, young faith or not? Uh, dot, dot, dot. Really uh, looking at this beginning of this series on. What's going on in the minds of young people? You know, one of the shows we talked about, um, <laughs> we talked about uh, how um, <laughs> all the kids went downtown and it was wilding in Chicago, right? Mm-hmm. And the reality of what that what that means uh, to adults who look at that, and adults are looking at that like these kids ain't got no home training, these kids out here wilding, they mamas know, and, and a lot of those kids got there through Daggum. Ubers and Lyfts. They weren't even like out there on the bus and the train. They got there because somebody had some money to bring them out that way. But people look at that and wonder, you know, where is the foundation where young people are? So, so like adults have forgotten oftentimes, I think, what it meant, what it was to be like 15, what, what it was, what it was like to be a nerd. Or, uh, you was trying to be cool. you was trying to find your identity. You're trying to be this or that. And they just function as if they've always been this. Adult head, right, and in, 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 in a mind, right, and so there's not when they see something downtown like that. The question is not, man. I mean, first it may be shocked, like, man, these kids is crazy down here. But the second thing may be like, man, what is it about this and them doing this that this feeding them? You know, people don't just up and do stuff because it ain't gonna be nothing beneficial for them. Bad, good, you know, indifferent or whatever. So they out there. So so then the question is. Man, what is it that we, can I as a follower of Christ, as a believer, do to spark that uh, that void that's there um, in a safe space? So, so, I mean, I knew people, churches that would um, do an alternative to prom, right? Mm-hmm. If parents didn't want their kids to go to prom, they kicked it like high level. They did prom, they get dresses and suits. And they they kicked it so hard at these pro- alternative prom They had prizes they gave out to the best cha cha slide, to the best soul train right. line, to the best solo dance move. You know, and, and they would record it, throw it on the screen. It was hot. And the kids said, "I'd rather go here." They would. They would rather go there to the alternative prom to than the prom. You know what I'm saying? And something about that said, "Hey, we 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 know where you at. We know you just want to come and kick and have fun. You don't want a bunch of." Uh, Nonsense, and tension, and stress, and who's going with who, and who's zooming who. We want to create that alternative, and and I see so that was a bunch of adults who recognized that young people needed that, and young people young people resonated. You know what I mean? So so Ryan, if you you know with with your young faith and your coming to Christ and walk in the Lord, what would you say like to adults to help adults like not um, you know overdo it with young people, help them to understand this generation, this culture, um, so that they can be. Uh, you know, salt and light uh, for for young people. What would you say? I
2: would say to um, an adult, give them a chance. Mm. Let's give them a chance. Mm -hmm. Reflect back on the time where you were a teenager yourself or a young adult who who maybe didn't know Christ or didn't have the same relationship that you have today with Christ. Let's give them a chance. Try to understand them. Even if you don't understand, just ask, ask that extra question. But why? Or or who, who has sat down to talk to you? Or has anyone sat down to talk to you? Or why did you do this? And how did that make you feel when you did this?
0: Mm-hmm. Let's
2: get let's try to get some understanding. Escape has a song called Understanding, which is a phenomenal song. And I feel like we need to get some understanding of one another. And by by even trying to yeah. get some understanding, you have to give it a shot. Don't let us Let's not just give up on one another so easily. Let's allow the relationship to to take time in to one of our different walks to intertwine with one another. We will cross paths and we don't want it to be how it looked when it was downtown. What is, what's going on with those teams that are jumping up on <laughs> these cars and ask, ask them why are they doing this? Yeah. And when you get one of them, pull them to the side, don't embarrass them will find that because you know how that may how that may play out. But let's talk talk let's talk talk right. down. Off of that clip
1: for next time. Yeah, yeah. That's what I
2: was saying. Yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, there's a difference to me <laughs> between old folks and elders. <laughs> you know, old folks gonna say, baby, you are wrong. Look sure. at you. Why you got the purple hair? Maybe your hair black, girl, you're tripping. You should get your money back. Old folks gonna just cut you down. They're gonna be they don't they don't understand and they don't wanna understand. They want to stay in the area they in, and you should jump in a brain and get in that era too. If you want to get a cookie, if you don't, then you're not going to get a cookie. Right. <laughs> then there's elders, elders who see, huh, this is interesting. They're all downtown. There's something going on here that we're not noticing. Young people are, are uh, they need something to do. That's one thing, maybe one perspective there. Why um, are, are they all down there? What, what's going on? What is it that triggered cats to go, this way, like we we want to believe that they want to be downtown and hang out like everybody, and want to be safe themselves. They don't want to be in spots where they're gonna get shot at or a jump. So, what happened for these things to take place? And dissecting them as an elder, that's what an elder would do to find then the right entry point to say, you know, like you said before, hey Amen. Yesterday, man, when y'all was downtown, like what was going on? What was going on? I remember when the riots broke out, man, in Chicago. I'm driving through the hood. I hit one little slot. <laughs> I get like, What's up, Pastor Phil? What's up, Pastor Phil? What's going on, y'all? What's good, man? We need a job. Okay, we need jobs. Cool. We work on that. Come through on this day. We we'll talk. Pastor Phil, does your wife like a diamond cut necklace? I'm like, boy. First of all, diamond cut necklace coming at your mouth. And <laughs> I know you didn't just come up with that. You was at treasure. You was at treasures jewelry store over there on Roosevelt, jacking that whole store. <laughs> Um, but I, but I, but I didn't judge the dude. We laughed about it. I said, nah, I'm cool. But man, you need to, you need to make sure you know who you're talking to. You're trying to sell that stuff. Right. There's a lot of things in me that could have said, brother, you know, man, we, we don't steal stuff. My brother, what are you doing stealing? Man, how dare you steal? Look, your fingers not made to steal. Your eyes are not made to look at things to steal. Your ears are not, I I could go all (laughs) the way down your toes and your feet will walk, uh, all the clothes you used to steal that day, burn them. I mean, in such a way that uh, I don't know the, the young man's backstory. He might've had a kid to feed. He might've felt away. He might've came to the church and the church was like, you got a necklace on with a big, no, you can't, or whatever. And so he like bumped that. I mean, Jay-Z got a line in, uh, in, in, the, in a song called Marcy, son. And Marcy, he says, uh, and we didn't pray so long, we become atheists. Mm. <laughs> Man, we don't pray so oh, long, we become cool. atheists. That's cold. So there's a lot of things oftentimes that young people may have gotten a glimpse of of church and it just rippled into a judgment. And so therefore, there's um not even a desire to pursue any kind of foundation in the church because that's what like you talk about church hurt. Young people got a lot of church hurt in that same space, you know. So as you would talk to an adult about that, it's helping them to understand you're saying just the dynamics of what it really means to be a uh, uh, patient, right. With a with, with young person, as you're yeah, talking to yeah. them, um, a way in which you, um, I mean, I always say like, imagine your little ratchet behind at 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Like what was you on? Like, like how is, how is it that you, you can be so disconnected from all of that? Um, you know, I think another thing is being able to know that you're not the change agent of that young person, yeah. that you're talking to that young cat on the bus stop and you're trying to get him you're trying to get the, the, the elementary, high school and college education in one speech. You're trying to, you're trying to resolve. Yes, sir. I'm going, I'm going to go to Har- Harold Washington. Dude. Um, so you got a moment in time and in, 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 in being able to uh, connect in a more uh, authentic space, you um, is that non-judgmental kind of thing. But I think that somebody, uh, you know, you have to have that realization that God has got me here for this moment to love on, walk alongside, encourage this young person and, and God going to do the rest of it. I don't, I don't feel bad. If, if, if I say, man, uh, you want to you wanna highlight me, you know, hit my card or, or man, what you, what you're going through is, is a lot. Are we joking together, laughing? I think God will do the rest of the work. I mean, we just, maybe Maybe we remove one obstacle that day, because right. we were just funny. We had a we had a voice, you know. We heard the person out, and he was appreciative of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. What would you say, Ryan? I mean, unless you got some other comments about adults, you got some other comments? you No, trying?
2: just just how we talked about it. just some peers. Yeah. A little bit more.
1: Patience. Yeah. Yeah. Now your peers, your peers, getting them to not. not I mean, whether it's church, I'm just talking about to be. Finding their identity in the Lord, like what would you say is, is, uh, what would you, if they're on, on, on the other end of this, under the show, like what would you challenge them at, like, uh, to understand what does it mean to to live for the Lord?
2: I would challenge them to, um, I don't want to sound cliche, but trust God and lean yeah. on your own
1: understanding.
2: <laughs> right. Literally, give it a chance. Give God a chance. You, yeah, you, you we're literally living out here, um, for our. For ourselves, I know young adults maybe don't have any responsibilities, just coming from being a teen, and they say that teenagers have, well, feel a level and a sense of invincibility. Don't live for yourself, and don't think that you you put yourself here and you will fulfill your purpose by doing what you want to do. Do what God called you to do or what feels right, mm-hmm. not what feels right for the moment, because you know in the back of your mind, I know everyone has a subconscious in. You. Lean, lean on God. Try to get to understand yeah. who he is. If you feel like someone has a relationship with him or you feel like someone um, someone may put the Bible in hand, open it up. Give it a chance.
1: Give mm-hmm.
2: everything else a chance. Yeah. Give a lot of friends' chances. Give relationship chances. That shit need to get, get extra life. Give God a chance. That's the only person who will be him, and that's the only thing that will be the same no matter what. That's the only constant mm-hmm. in your life. Give it a chance.
1: Give it wow. a shot. Now, no that was good, man. Thank you. That was good. That was good. Um, when you talk to your peers about God, and you are talking to them, maybe about that, what what are some of the what is? Have they got any kind of like like pushbacks or other thoughts around? You know, yeah, that's cool for you, man, but you know, blah blah blah. Or is there is there any kind of uh, consistent kind of uh, uh, tension or maybe a consistent kind of action or non-action um, as it pertains to, you know, connecting with God. So, like, I, I, I teach this uh, Young Life Bible Club every Tuesday. I've been doing that for, I don't know, seven years with Jessica Nash. And, um, you know, we, we do it and, then, you know, we have fun and we pray. We have some games. You know, but young people, now we've been doing it for so long, they're, they're, they're open to hearing. You know, they're open to hearing because they've been— We've done life with some of these young people, right? So it creates this whole this whole thing where you're able to um, um to dive into dive into it more um, because you've done life together uh, w- with each other. What would you say, like like you said about give it a chance? Like, what is it that you ask him to give a chance to? Like, is that um, uh, like you said, give give with somebody who, who knows the word? Um, you know, just just thinking through. Uh, what is going to really resonate with this generation around now? I mean, so so look, so, what would you create to help cats ha- give it a chance? What would you create? Or what would you? How would you help them understand and give it a chance?
2: Personally, I feel like we need a space where we, as young people, meet. We need maybe let 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 us lead it. And, mm. um, like no church is perfect, and yeah, yeah, the yeah. churches wherever two or three I gathered in, two or more are gathered in his name. Right, that I will say, come into a space and, and lean on, lean on your peers, lean on your peers.
0: Mm.
2: And God will be there if you if you all are pushing towards a positive, a positive thing, and is his um, faith centered. He'll be in the midst. You you'll be moving. Right. You know what to do once you're there. Um, but just let's step into that. We don't have to always look on, look on, leaning into the elders and the old folks of the church. On uh, so. Uh, the um, Christian hip-hop church that we're trying to form, the house. That's, yeah. I think that yeah. that's a perfect space for my for my generation, being that it will yeah. look vibrant. It will look like us. It will be young folks led. Uh, you get the word and testimonies from people like myself, or, or younger people that uh, have been through this walk with Christ for a while. You feel, yeah. you allow them to see the struggle, allow them to get the real raw and uncut because that's what my generation yearns for. We, I hear a yeah. lot of questions they won't answer to. Man, why why did this happen to me? Or if God is real, why did He allow this to happen? We're the right. real, getting a clear yeah. understanding, not just saying there's a seat. There's a reason for every season, which is true. But let's let's dive yeah. let's dive into this thing. Let's get to the nitty gritty yeah. of what they what they struggle with on the day.
1: That's good. That's good. So Ryan, man, how can people find you? Uh, and I know you got a business thing. You know, you got little businesses. You know what I'm That's saying? Right. How can people find yeah. you? To catch up with you or connect with you,
2: um, I got I got an Instagram. You could come check out check me out at three x dot will say it again, three x dot So that's three times dot Rambo. Wow. And you come up to the firehouse any t- any day, anytime. Come check me out. Um,
1: yeah. Now, now, what's your company? Well, you got a shirt sure company. Yeah, sir, I
2: have a clothing line. Um, I am Apparel. Which stands for Ryan Mitchell Apparel. And, and we've been scaling over this last year. We actually make a okay. year, May 31st, that we've been doing this. Wow, thing. okay. Faith based. organization. Good. That's good. I'm, so, I'm solely independent of doing a lot of things on my own with the help and the resources of those who are around me. But we're trying to push this thing next
1: level, for sure. And are you doing some investment stuff too?
2: Um, yes, I, well, that's, 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 we're going to leave that.
1: Okay. Um, they on that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I love, man. Young people like see an opportunity, gonna go for it. I don't know what it is right now, but I'm gonna figure it out on on my way, or they already studied and figured out and believe that they can that they can make it happen. Dropping bars. Yo, there was um, a brother and sister, and they used to go to their grandmama's house every summer. And uh um, grandma lived by a farm and um, they would go every summer and have a good time, a kick if they're out there for about a month. Uh, one particular summer, the young boy he had brought a dagum slingshot. Oh yes, he about to get it in oh, slingshot where you yeah. grip it. It had the arm, the brace wrist. You pull that boy back and knock out everything out. Man, this dude. One day he's hitting rocks and hitting sticks and hitting trees with it. He sees a duck in the dagum uh pond. He get a rock, pull that thing back, killed the whole duck. The duck just flipped man. backwards and drowned duck was gone. Now, the sister, she popped out the woodshed, talking about, I saw you. I'm finna go tell grandma. I'm He said, no, no, don't tell grandma. No, no, I'll do anything. Don't do it. Do my dishes the rest of the month. <sighs> All right. So this boy doing the dishes. Now, they only been in there for one week so far. He got three weeks of dishes. Oh, my God. He dying. Man, it was like the day before the last day before they left. He come, grandma, I gotta tell you something. I killed the duck on the palm of my slingshot. Grandma calmly said, I know I saw you. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to see how long you were going to let fear blackmail you from truth. Yo, young people, check this out, man. If you have anything in your life that you've done, that you feel that fear that God won't accept and won't take you in, that, that it's not because God is sitting there judging you. God says, I saw you. I love you. I'm right here with you. Let that fear go and surrender that. And don't let that fear blackmail you from surrendering your life to Christ. Mm-hmm. Yo, I'm Pastor Phil, Church on the Block, Real we'll Talk About Hip Hop, the Church on the Streets, with my man and guest, Ryan Mitchell, the, the, the businessman, Ryan uh, Brown, the mentor, Ryan B., the hooper. <laughs> yes, yeah,
2: sir. Yep. We'll Thank we you. Here. Peace
1: next week. Thank you for listening to Church on the Block, real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets. We're back here, same time, same day, next week. Come with us.
0: New
1: videos, music, articles, devos, and more. Stay connected. Get the app now so you don't miss a thing. Visit holyculture.net.